0: Six, five, it's
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Two Minute Drill, brought to you by Deep Dive Sports. I'm your host again, Brian, and I'm joined by my friends David and John. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. How about yourself?
2: Good, good, everybody. buddy. am good.
1: All right, so uh, We're going to be talking a little bit about preseason, had some really interesting games going, a lot of highlights, all that stuff. And then we're also going to be talking a little bit tonight about, you know, who do we think is going to get traded? You know, who do you think might get signed last second by teams that, you know, might be dealing with an injury or just need to fill a spot that, you know, they really need. And then we're finally going to be finishing up our divisional predictions with the AFC South. All right. And our first topic tonight, we're going to be starting kind of on the bad side of preseason with, uh. Name one player that, you know, from this year's draft that uh, you just haven't been that impressed with over the last couple of weeks. Could be, you know, injury or they just have been underperforming.
0: We'll go ahead and start with David. All right. For me, I have Kayvon Thibodeau of the Giants, the defensive end that they drafted in the first round, mainly because of his bad luck with his knee and the fact that he kind of got on the receiving end of a low blow from Thaddeus Moss on the Cincinnati Bengals. I know, I don't know exactly, or I don't remember exactly what injury he received. I think it might be MCL related, but I'd have to double check. So this was more for a guy who was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And who could have had a great start to the season. So who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, you hate seeing, like, a young player with a lot of, uh, you know, talent get injured, especially in preseason when he doesn't get a chance to show that talent off. Uh, What do you uh, got, John?
2: I'm going to go with the entire Browns defensive line last game, last preseason game. I went to that game, and it was bad. Couldn't get pressure on the quarterback. I think he went maybe to the Eagles quarterback at sent once. They're making drives, running the ball. I mean, our run defense was bad. Maybe that's because it's a preseason game. There's second teamers in the uh, on the defense, but it it was pretty bad. It was I didn't I didn't like it at all. It was disappointing to see that.
1: I'm going to stick with the or I'm going to stick with you know a high end draft pick, which I'm going to say uh, Traylon Burks. He got picked uh in the first round by the Titans, and it's a mixture of he just hasn't been performing very well. Plus, the Tens haven't been targeting him that much. So, basically, you know, for a first round draft pick, you expect him to do a lot in preseason, really show off his talent. And so far in last week's game, he had one target, no, or three targets, one reception. And then in the week one game, he had one target, zero reception. So, just, you know, out of two weeks of preseason, basically only making one catch is not a great look for a first round draft pick. But that's my main player that I just haven't been that impressed with lately. We're going to move on to our next topic, which is uh, just name a couple players that you guys have been impressed with so far in preseason. It could be a uh, person from the draft. It could be somebody just fighting for a roster spot. We'll go ahead and let, or let John start us off.
2: I'm going to go with the Browns kicker. I know we keep on going with the Browns, but uh, he had a 50 yard kick, a 50 yard kick the last game. I was impressed by him. He did miss one from it was over a 50 yard kick, but for for a guy that was drafted, once in the third or fourth, his name escapes me. I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I can't think of what his name is. I can think of everything else. One from LSU, fourth round pick. Is it Colby something?
1: Yeah, Colby. Huh. The kicker Cade K. York. K. K, K. Yeah.
2: I was impressed with him. I think he's gonna be a good kicker. He I mean he's unlike the Browns defensive line, I, I thought he really stood out in a good way.
1: Yeah, and I was super happy when they drafted him. And I think his kick that he missed was like fifty four or something yards away. And he That did. sounds
2: right. That sounds right. I think it was fifty-four yards.
1: Yes, missed it to where it hit the Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: but I've been really impressed with him. Uh, Who do you got, uh, David? I actually have two, and they're both from this year's draft, and they're actually both quarterbacks. For me, I've got Kenny Pickett for the Steelers, and his limited time playing, he threw six for seven, uh, 76 yards, and threw one touchdown, which I get it's the preseason. He probably was facing second team, whatever. It's still impressive nonetheless, because even the second or third team's they're still some of the best players to play the sport. I think we take that for granted in some sense of how really good some of these best players are, like these some of these first stringers are. And then the second guy I have is Desmond Ritter. He went 10 for 13 for 130, 143 yards. Didn't throw a pick, uh, didn't throw a touchdown, and it was against the Jets, but still, for a a draft class that was as weak as it was, these guys did pretty solid in their limited time being on the field.
1: All right, I like it, and I'm I'm gonna stick. Uh, I got two people as well. One of them is a quarterback that isn't you know a draft first or from the draft, but he is fighting for a roster spot. And I am gonna stick with the Browns on for this guy, Joshua Dobbs. I mean, he's fighting for that QB two eventually QB three spot because you know when sean watson gets back but uh i mean he's been really good the last two weeks with just leading that browns offense and you notice when it swaps from him to somebody else there's definitely you know a big decline in performance so he's just been really good and then uh the other person i have is nick cross who is a safety taken in the third round by the colts he's just been a Shut down player has been really effective in just stopping other teams past game. All right, let's move on to our next topic, which is as the season, uh, you know, approaches, teams are dealing with injuries, finding out who's getting injured, who might be missing the season, all that stuff. What are some last second trades or signings that you think we could see right before the season starts? We'll go ahead and start with David on this one.
0: I'm going to have to go back to my earlier topic. And talk about the Giants in the defensive end. Now that they have uh, Thibodeau, their main draft pick out, and he's going to be out for several weeks, I think that they need to add an extra person or two just to fill in depth, make sure that he can heal properly, do what he needs to do to recover, and still have a solid start to the season. And then I'd probably maybe add Another offensive line. I get that they addressed it to some extent in the draft and some free agency, but that was another massive concern of theirs. Well, that was another concern for many people. I don't know how high up on the list it was for them, but I digress.
1: All right, now what do you think, John?
2: Oh, you know, I was on—I was kind of on the fence with this one, but I—I um, I have a two-part of as far as how I'm going to answer this. I would not want to see this, but because of the circumstances with Kareem Hunt, that the fact that he either wants to be traded or have uh, a different uh, or some kind of contract negotiation, I would probably try to get, not get rid of him, but trade him, try to maybe pick up a quarterback that... Other than the quarterbacks we already have that can play well, or hopefully play well during Deshaun Watson's suspension, one of the reasons why I am on the fence with this is because I really don't want to get rid of Kareem Hunt. He's a good he's a good running back, but at the same time, I think Dearness Johnson really impressed me. Uh, I think when he plays, he's a good running back. And I think, you know, Nick Chubb, obviously he's a good running, but great running back. He's he's going to be the starter. But I think if, let's say you got traded for Kareem Hunt, got a decent or subpar quarterback for him. And then I could I could easily see this Ernest Johnson filling the role for Kareem Hunt as that backup. Now, the second part is what are they going to get for Kareem Hunt? I would love to see them go after Garoppolo. Hopefully Garoppolo can stay healthy. I don't know if the 49ers need a running back, or they would want Kareem Hunt. I don't know who's in their backfield. I'd have to look at the roster. Um, but yeah, something like that. Uh, get something for him. Get maybe get a, a good quarterback or somebody that can, um, you know, carry the load until Deshaun Watson gets back. And you know, Deshaun Watson is gonna be rusty. He was not good in the first preseason game. I think he's going to be really, really rusty. I don't know if he's allowed to practice because of the suspension. I could be wrong about that and have to look that up. Um, but I, I, I'm not, I don't, I do not have complete faith in Jacoby percent or the other quarterbacks as a starting quarterback for this team. So get a quarterback for him if you can. I mean, that would be like a great situation. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know how realistic my proposition is but that's what I would like to see as a fan.
1: And you got the, one of the same ones as me. I do think a Garoppolo trade slash signing will happen eventually. I don't know exactly who he's going to probably the Browns or the Seahawks, but we'll have to wait and see for that one. And uh, the other one, I don't actually have like a specific player in mind, but I've noticed the Carolina O-line has really struggled. And then if you're starting Baker Mayfield, they're going to want to juice that up, so they're probably going to be looking to sign somebody on there to at least improve things because they have not looked good at all. But that's just my takeaway from that. And now Jordan for need
0: an offensive line for him. He's too fragile not to have one.
1: <laughs> that's what so, – I mean, I'm going to be wrong.
0: The guy was a great player and a decent player at best in Cleveland, but <laughs> – He needs a solid offensive line.
1: He does. And I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. I like the dude. But it's just he – you notice a big drop-off with him when he has a bad offensive line, which you saw last year when they had all those injury issues on that line.
0: Mm -hmm. He
1: had a lot of issues too. I mean, part of that was his own injury, but even before he got hurt, he was struggling with uh, all the pressure he was getting. So, I could definitely see them signing at least a couple of people over there. Yeah. All right, so uh, our second-to-last topic, which is kind of a fun one. Every year we see several coaches getting fired, and I just want to get your guys' predictions on who do you think is going to be the very first head coach for this season to get fired? And we'll go ahead and start with John on this one.
2: You know, what? I think, I don't know why, but I just have that itchy kind of sense that this might happen. Kevin Stefanski from the Browns. I hope it doesn't happen, but... I don't know. I mean, if he, I, I could, I don't, I could see something happening with him. Either he gets fired or, or, or something. You know, I, I don't. If he got fired, I don't think it would be his fault. But I would, I could see him getting fired just because they need somebody to blame. Because I really think the whole, I, well, I think they shot themselves in the foot with Deshaun Watson as far as how that all went down. But I think that's more of like a general manager ownership kind of deal. But I could see that. Kevin Spansky taking the fall for it. Um, It's been like two years since we made the playoffs. I don't think it would be the right move to fire him, but I could just see it happening.
0: And uh, who do you got, David? I actually have two on this one. On one hand, I can kind of see Mike McCarthy of the Cowboys being let go. While the, the Cowboys haven't been terrible the last couple of years, they haven't been the greatest either. And they've had a solid offense they have they've had a pretty good defense as well but they've only made the playoffs maybe a couple times and i know how hungry jerry jones is for a super bowl because let's be honest here while the browns have definitely been the butt end of many jokes over the years we're talking about the dallas cowboys the biggest franchise in nfl history
1: america's team
0: yeah exactly and you know for a fact that if the Cowboys are still going to be the butt end of a joke, Jerry Jones going to say screw this. He's going to. I basically helped build a pretty good team, one that he can definitely win with. And he has barely done anything. He struggles. He struggled in the off in the playoffs and hasn't really done anything. The other guy that I kind of see on the off on the chopping block is Matt Rule of the Panthers. If he doesn't have a decent season or better, he's I he's gone by the end of the year.
1: And I'm gonna make a bolder prediction than that because I got Matt Rule too. Right now as a head coach, he is <clears throat> ten and twenty-three, which is awful. And I'm sure not all of it is his fault, but with you know Baker Mayfield under center, I definitely think if he does not have a good first third of the season i think he's gone as a head coach or at least gone from carolina Mm this i think pretty close to just being done with him at this point so i definitely so i definitely think he's going to be the first head coach fired this year all right so we're going to start with our start our last topic of the night which is our final portion of the division predictions we're going to be doing the afc south finally for those fans listening and so, you know, Titans, Colts, Texans, and Jaguars. Who do you think is going to finish last in the division? Who do you think is going to win the division? We'll go ahead and start with David on this. All
0: right. For me, I have Houston going last. Over the last couple of years, they've basically cleared house. And on, honestly, I don't know if they've actually replaced anyone. And they're under, I think, are they under new management? I actually don't know off the top of my head if they are or not. Because I knew that the, I know that they got rid of that one guy who was GM and head coach, and but I don't know if they got rid of the guy that followed him up.
1: Bill O'Brien or something? What was his name?
0: I think it was Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Anyways, they basically cleared house, and as far as I'm concerned, they haven't filled it up with any notable players. And for me, I think Jacksonville is going to go third. I still think that they'll struggle. I still think that they'll have their own difficulties, but they're going to do a lot better than they did last year. Almost anyone could have done better than last year when (laughs) they were led by Urban Meyer and that utter freaking mess. And then for first and second, it was a little bit of a splitting hairs because they're both playoff worthy teams and they're both teams being led by older quarterbacks. So, while the quarterbacks are successful, I don't know how they're gonna do. But as it sits right now, I have Tennessee going first and then Indianapolis going second. But, as I said before, it could go either way.
1: Yeah, I agree. what do you uh, what do you got, John?
2: Uh, I think Houston's gonna be last. I don't think they don't have a quarterback. um, so I think that's one of the bigger reasons. I actually got the Colts going third and I want to say, I want I'm going to have the Jacksonville going second. Because I think Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. I think he comes back this year. Um and I have obviously Tennessee going first cuz they got a dominant run game and they have a, a decent quarterback.
1: Yeah, I like being bold with the whole Jacksonville thing cuz I was thinking kind of this is a very tight division in terms of the bottom 2 and the top 2 just to me. So I got Texans going last just because I like David uh, David Mills, but the rest of that team is, you know, a lot of older guys that are out of their prime. They're still trying to rebuild that franchise. I still have Jacksonville going second. They've shown that they're a lot better than what they were last year, but I don't think they're playoff worthy right now. I got the Colts going second. And then I got the Titans winning the division, which I was thinking about not having them win the division, but they do have Derek Henry and they still have, crap. Um, what's the quarterback's name? I'm, I'm blanking right now. Tannehill.
2: Brian Tannehill.
1: They still have Tannehill under center. So, I mean, he's a veteran player. He knows what he's doing. So I think they're still going to win the division, go into the playoffs, and then probably get knocked out in the wildcard round. Just my... My, my prediction all right now do you guys have anything else for tonight not for me all right so this has been another two-minute drill i'd like to thank you guys for joining me and uh thank you listeners for uh, listening have a good night everybody thank you everyone for listening to another episode of two-minute drill and make sure
2: to follow the show on instagram at two-minute drill podcast b
0: d s Don't forget to follow deep.dive.sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. Also, comment on all our posts and episodes.
1: We would love to hear what you think about the show and what
2: we talk about each week.
0: And as always, 2-Minute drill listeners, until next time.